Welcome to Persevere, the podcast that sheds light on the grit and passion of creatives on their journeys. Award-winning destination photographer Ian Ivey is host to these incredible stories to encourage you to pursue your passion. Hello, hello, creatives, and welcome back to Persevere. Today, we are talking to a photographer that came from a magazine background, which led to being an international events planner. And so we're going to talk about how her journey has turned to editorials and styled photo shoots for teens. There's a lot to uncover. So I am so happy to introduce today's guest, Paige Puglisi. Hey, Hey. and Hi, Paige. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, for our audience today who may not know you and your business yet, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, sure. I'm a senior photographer and I'm located in northern New Jersey in an area. I'm in the metro metro New York City area and nobody knows what senior photographers are there and in that in that neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it a really interesting career. But uh I'm happy to say they're they're becoming more and more known around here, the senior photographers. And I started as a family and children's photographer. I did that for about six or seven years and then I segued into seniors photography because I I found it, you know, just being in the photographer world, I, I saw what everybody else was doing in, in the Midwest and the West and the South. I was like, wow, that it just hit me. And and I decided that I was going to do it, whether it was a thing in my area or not. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think that's something we can talk chat about because I think there's a lot of creatives and photographers that they're like, what, you know, I want to really do this niche photography, but it's nowhere near in my area. Like, should I even pursue yeah. it? And so for you, knowing it wasn't the norm, like what really pushed you just to, to go after it, even though you, you know, there wasn't really a market, you actually created it yourself. Yeah, I, um, I'm just one of those people who just goes after what I really want. <laughs> as far <laughs> as if it, if it really pulls up my heart, and if it's something that is just hits me in the gut, then I'm just going to do it. I'm, I'm just one of those people who feels that who feels my way through her life. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't make sense. And sometimes it does. But uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in niche photography. I was doing children's and families photography. And there were a lot of things I really loved about it. But I also have a fashion background. And I think that's part of of what grabbed me is is the the more of the styled shoots. And I I really do love teens a lot. A lot of people look at me and are like, you are crazy. But with (laughs) teens, I just feel like there's so much hope and so much possibility. And honestly, I had a similar experience, a, a, a photo shoot type of experience when I was not too much older than teens. And after I, I went through that, I always thought I, I, I want to do that for other people. Because um, in a nutshell, I was living and working in the city, um, in New York City, I had a job with Condé Nast magazines and I was quote unquote living the life. And then about a year into it, I just kind of felt claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And so I, 
I, in a matter of weeks, I applied, interviewed, and left for Club Med Martinique. And off to the islands I went. And over the course of nine months, I got to be friendly with the photographer on staff. And um, he took pictures of, of me throughout the, the time that I was there. And when I left, he handed me a huge uh, print that is still hanging in my parents' house. And it's the fav- my most favorite print of myself. Um, and the reason being is because when I look at it, I feel as happy as I was there. And it also reminds me of the oddball choice that I made. But if I hadn't made that choice, it never would have led me to so many incredible life's adventures. I've traveled around the world. I speak different languages. I've lived in different countries. And every time I look at that picture, I feel that. And I've always wanted to do that for the girls that I photograph is just, and for their parents to be able to, to feel that and to, and to bring them back to that, that point in time when they just felt so happy and so good about themselves. So that's, that's kind of how I got there. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I feel like, especially for teens who see all those fashion magazines, mm-hmm. and social media, um, you know, I think confidence is a really, you know, big point there where they want to feel good when they see those photos of themselves. How, like for you, and because you work with teens so often, what do you see or what do you think is important when working with teens and making sure that their self-esteem is positive? Well, it's funny because even the the most confident girls come in and they're nervous. And and I guarantee them literally within seconds, you're going to be, you're not going to be nervous. And we do a lot of prep work ahead of time. Um, A photo shoot with me comes with styling. So we have a styling appointment beforehand so they know exactly what they're going to wear and um, that they're going to feel good in it. And, And we put together things that they don't normally put together. A lot of times I'll get screenshots of them off to school the next day of one of their outfits because they never thought of putting that together or anything. (laughs) And uh, so we have a styling um, call. And then the day of they have professional hair and makeup. And so that whole time with the styling call and the hour that they're getting their hair and makeup done, we're chatting, we're listening to their favorite playlist. So already it establishes a, a good rapport. And I just, I just innately have a knack for making people feel pretty comfortable in front of the camera. So we go outside and we we go into fields and I live at a lake. So we go to the beach and um, we start laughing and literally they are just completely out of their head. You know, I always tell them, I know how you want to look. I know (laughs) that that's that's a no brainer. I want to know how you want to feel. And um, I want you to just feel into the shoe and they do. And and by the end, the, the two comments I get the most are, Oh my gosh, is it done already? And that was so much fun. I don't want to stop. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. w- where's some, some of the inspiration that you get for the styling? Cause you uh, had mentioned that it's, um, you know, a big part of, you know, putting the prep work in before the actual shoot and having them feel confident in like, you know, everything. How do you get that inspiration? Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I have just been one. I, I grew up on Vogue. Vogue magazine. I went to school for fashion. I worked at Condé Nast magazine. So, you know, I do have that background. And um, I, 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 I take, I take outfits and I put them with locations and, 
and there's a whole method to my madness. Like, I don't even know if I can articulate it to tell you the truth. And I've tried so many times and I, um, I put together mood boards sometimes. Uh, I get a sense for the personality. You know, not everybody wants to go to a field or a lake or a beach. So I have walls and, and grittier spaces and I don't need a, a big space, but it all kind of ties in together. So you know, if I'm in a field, she's not in a super street type of outfit, you know, and, <laughs> and vice versa. So um, I don't know. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely trying to make like a cohesive look. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Totally. Um, well, I think also I would love to know from you as like the professional in the teen world right now, um, what are some things to be aware of when hiring a senior photographer? So that way these teens are safe um, because I know not everyone is you. So I'm curious, like, do you recommend the parents and guardians uh, always come to these shoots? Like how how does one go about choosing someone? Because again, these are our, you know, the, our future people yeah. of the world. And so yeah. um, us as photographers, I know that we have, uh, most of us have a strong, you know, ethical uh, way of doing things. But like, what are some things that people who are wanting to hire a teen photographer, what should they look for? Well, one, I, they, I, let, me, well, let me just back up. Uh, I mean, you and I know a lot of the same photographers and, and I don't think I've ever met anybody who's not ethical, but yes, they definitely exist out there because I also deal with um, test models and, and models in the modeling industry and, and more on that end, there are quite a few that exist that are not quite up to ethical standards, but trust your gut. You know, definitely involve a parent. And, and almost all the time, um, parents are involved. My brand in particular, my core key client is somebody who uh, that has a very close mother-daughter relationship. But yes, definitely um, include the parent and, and go with your gut. But, you know, some of the things you should look out for is ask to see a full gallery you know, mm -hmm. um, because what you see on social media is highlights, you know, it's the highlights of everybody's life and, and that type of thing. And, and ask to see more than, than one full gallery. You know, if you're only seeing a few that, that look good to you, and those are the ones that are on social media, then, then maybe that's a sign you should try and go and find somebody else. Um, look to somebody who, ha who, who wants to spend time with you, you know, and really, you know, instead of, um, how do I want to say this? Who has a lot of touch points, who's always communicating, who, who provides you probably more information than you actually knew you needed, but provides you with a lot of information and walks you through the whole thing. Like I said, even the most confident girls at this age are not as confident as you think. And they're, they need to be treated with the utmost respect and just because they're a teen doesn't change that and so if you're getting the feel that they're that that's not happening then that's a sign to just move on and and part of that is communication and constant communication um and i i think that's probably it yeah you know, I, no, I absolutely I, yeah just go with your gut you know just if it doesn't feel right it's not right move on 
<laughs> move on. <laughs> exactly. Always, definitely always do your research. So which, whichever photographer that you get for uh, your purposes Friends. and needs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's where referrals come in a lot of the time too. Yep, absolutely. Um, so I'd love to talk about you being a parent. You had mentioned yeah. you became a photographer when you had your first child. Uh-huh. How has um, photography affected your work-life balance? Oh, what balance? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I, well, I have a lot more balance now because my both my kids are out, are out of high school and in college. So, But I did start this when they were very young. And they have always been my first priority. Family is my first priority. So when I say I was a family and children's photographer for the first six, seven years, I used that. I, I was professional, but it was um, not as as much of a professional as I am now, I guess what I'm saying. I, I, my family took first and foremost priority. Yeah. when I was a children's and family photographer. And I didn't, I knew when I was going to go all in and, and, you know, this photography business requires every single ounce of your being to make it work. Absolutely. And, and that's hard to do with a family and everybody has different seasons in their lives. And it's funny because just the other day I was speaking with different photographers. There were about five of us on the call and we all had children of different ages and there were some with young ones. And my, my thing to them, my, what I would say to them is you do what you need to do with your kids. Your kids come first. And if the, the business is not exactly what you want it to be at that point in time, you're never going to look back and think, Oh, I really wish I spent more time on the business, but you will look back and say, Oh, I wish I had spent more time with my kids. And that's what I always thought of when I was, when I was going through it and it's hard, you know, and you're trying to juggle everything. But one of the biggest compliments I ever got was when my, um, son my first child was going off to college and and it's it's tough you know watching your kids go away and he went away well away (laughs) and uh far away and um somebody said to me you know Paige I've watched you raise your kids for since they were really young and running a business as well and she's like you have no regrets there are absolutely, you can never have any regrets. I've seen you with your kids constantly and you will never look back and say, I would have, should have, could have. So that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I see running a business and raising kids at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like you've been doing a great job. Uh, what do your kids think about you being an entrepreneur? They think it's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> it, I didn't think they, you know, in the, when they were younger, it was just what mom did. But now I share a lot with them because, you know, at some point I think it would be great if they were entrepreneurs, I would fully support that. But I share a lot with them because I think it's in, there's a lot of life lessons in running your own business. There's a lot of life. I mean, persevere, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and that goes for whether you're an entrepreneur or not. And it, it, it's life lessons. So I, I share a lot of the, not only the highs, but the lows and everything in between with them, because I just think there's a lot to be 
gained from it. Yeah, no, totally. I was actually like piggybacking off of that. I was curious because you've been in the position where you were, you know, quote, living the life and having, yeah. you know, that job and then also transitioning uh, into, you know, your own, um, you know, CEO. I mean, I'm just curious, like, you know, what would you say or advice for people who are trying to decide what they want to do, like, say, if they're just getting out of college, they're trying to figure out their career path, they have these options, you know, go the corporate route, or try doing it on their own and, and being an entrepreneur, what advice would you have for them? I don't know how loaded of a question. that, <laughs> But I'm like, um, what would you say if someone had that, you know, fork in the road? And, you know, just kids, because I a lot of my assistants are, are kids, you know, high schoolers, who want to become photographers. And I've worked mm -hmm. with college kids who want to become photographers. And um, one, I tell them if they go to school, take a lot of business and marketing classes, you yeah. know, just don't focus on photography. But once they're out of school, you know, you have to really, really, really love what you want to do to the point where you can't imagine not doing it. And that's that's how I've always felt about photography in my business. I can't imagine not being a photographer. You know, I just I can't imagine what that's like. And that's that's what I always come back to when things get tough. And maybe when they have just graduated from college, they don't have that sense yet. So go out and gain some experience. Go figure out what you want to do. You don't even have to go to the corporate world, you know, just figure out, find your happy spot. Just find out what makes you light up and that you really love. And if it's not in the corporate world, it doesn't have to be owning your own business either. And it, it just has to, you just have to find your happy place. And then, then you can figure out, does that fit in the corporate world? Does it fit as an entrepreneur? Does it fit as kind of a hybrid between the two? You know, there's so many different options now, and especially since COVID with, with, you know, working remotely and being able to try different things because you have a little bit more of a free time, just, just make sure that you're happy and, and there's no harm in, in going down a path and then finding out that that's probably not the thing for you. You can, you can change paths. It's, that's, that's part of growing and learning and experiencing new things. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely not this set out path that you have to take. And right. how, how you said you can be in what many people would consider like the dream job. But if it doesn't make you happy, you don't have to stay there to satisfy other people. Yeah. And, it, and it's scary sometimes. I mean, when I made that big shift, it was just kind of one of these things that it just happened. And I, <laughs> and I, I just knew that quote unquote, living the dream just wasn't making me happy anymore. And so, and I was only 24, 25, 24, probably, I think I was. So there's no harm in going down a different path. And, and I think it's easier now than when I did it. I think people are much more open to exploring and, and doing different things and, and not, you know, signing and getting on into a job and expecting to be there for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, so it is, I think it is easier now. But 
just go find your happy spot. You know, just go, yeah. go find your happiness. And if the happiness changes and it doesn't make you any happy anymore, then mix it up. You know? It's always great to try new things because yeah. something might come up unexpected that you never knew. You're like, oh, wow, I'm actually really good at painting or, you know, yeah. all these and, little things. <laughs> and there's different stages of your life, too. You know, I was into photography a little bit when I was younger, but not the way I am now, obviously. But, you know, things change, life changes, and there's different times of your life for different things. So it doesn't mean just because it makes you happy now, it's going to make you happy for the rest of your life. But if it doesn't, then go go find what does. Yeah, I think it's so true. And I especially in the creative space, we use the terminology seasons of life, like which yeah. season are you yeah. in? Because it's always changing. Yeah. And it's important to know that it, change is good and it happens. So. It is. <laughs> and it makes you grow. And it's scary. You know, it's, it, it's uncomfortable and it's scary. But when you come out on the other side, you're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> or maybe it's not. And then you go do it again. <laughs> yes. Well, it has been so lovely getting to know more about you and your business. I'd love to know what upcoming projects that you have next. Uh, well, senior season is, is quickly approaching here in New Jersey. It's still cool. So as soon as the weather turns, all of a sudden everything turns on, you know? And so (laughs) I have a busy season coming up and I'm starting to do more styled editorial type of shoots. And I'm doing that with, with um, a couple of agencies. I'm also putting out model calls and doing that kind of thing, because that's something I really love to do. And I'm submitting it to magazines and things like that. So that's something new that I just started this year, this winter. And I did get published the first time out. So I was super excited about that. And uh, so I'm going a little bit more down that path and and see where that takes me. But yeah, seniors is my sweet spot. I, I love working with them and looking forward to this season. Yeah, that's so exciting. I know that you've been published in Teen Vu. Do you have any advice for other photographers that um, want to get published? I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's really new for me. It's been something I've, I've wanted to do for a while. And again, it just goes back to, to creativity and doing what your vision is and finding people to collaborate with and and kind of when you when you get excited about a project, it carries over, and you find other people who are excited equally as excited, and and it and it's great. And I love reaching out and finding collaborators and and uh, working on on style projects. So it I, I wish I had some advice. <laughs> I'm st- I'm still s- stepping into that arena, but it's been really it's so far it's been really fun. Yeah, no, that's that's great, and. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just thank you so much, Paige, for joining us today. Um, Where can our listeners find you and follow for more information? I know that you had mentioned you have a special quiz. Oh, I do. I have a photo shoot style quiz. That's on my website, pagepphotography.com. And I'm on Instagram all the time. So, (laughs) And that's at pagepphoto. So those are the two. And I'm on Facebook, too, Page P Photography. Um, 
but but I, I you know, I'm pretty active on my website. I, I have a blog that I have a lot of information going up on it now in my blog because it is the season. So I have a lot of informational blogs if anybody wants to know about that. And then I have the quiz on my website, which is a really fun quiz. It's like a BuzzFeed quiz. So it's fun. And then uh, I'm always on Instagram. Yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, it just came to me right now. Yeah. Are, are you on TikTok yet? Because I know most teens uh, nowadays are on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, you know what? <laughs> I am. I'm not, I'm not great at it. I, I love doing reels and I can just <laughs> float my reels over, but reels and TikTok are, are slightly different. Yeah. And if there's anybody, any teen out there, who would like to take my reels and give them a TikTok vibe and do it for <laughs> me, <laughs> get in touch with me because I know I should be doing that. I don't know why I feel so differently between reels and TikTok, but TikTok is a little bit of a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all trying to navigate that. At least, I mean, as a as a millennial, I'm definitely still trying to navigate it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm on it, but not <laughs> as much as I am with Reels and Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Paige. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. It's nice talking to you. Yeah. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. We hope you found this episode inspiring for your own creative journey. We invite you to subscribe and download on your favorite directory, as well as give us a follow on Instagram at Persevere Podcast. As always, we are sending good vibes to thrive and hope you are one step closer to pursuing your passions. We'll see you next time.